Welcome to A Way of Thinking. I'm your host, Jessica Huang. This podcast is a place of exploration to learn and grow from each other on the journey to becoming our best selves. Let's get to today's show. Today's show is our first solo episode. And I'll be honest, I'm a little nervous about doing solo episodes, but I feel like lately, whenever I feel scared and excited, I have decided to lean into the excited side of the equation. So here we go. So today's episode is all around identity. And I decided this was kind of the first topic that I started kind of playing around with when I was ideating on what do I do in a solo episode. And, and I'll be honest, identity is a loaded topic. So let me start with a disclaimer and say that identity work can be very confronting and challenging to your sense of self. And especially as I've been learning more and more about it through my life coaching program, I have found that it, it takes a lot of work. And, and, and not only that through my program, but through my own process of kind of changing my own identity. It's, it, it's been a lot of work for myself, right? And a lot of um, painful moments and whatnot. So I, I go into this telling you that we're going to talk about identity today, but I want you to be gentle with yourself. And I want you to, you know, just, just see what comes up for you. But if it's too much, maybe you need to come back to this episode at another point in time, and that's perfectly okay. And if you want, you can certainly listen to this and, and you know, take, take it with a grain of salt for what, what works for you and what does not. So let's get started. So one of the things that I have noticed around identity is that we, as we grow older, we get more and more fixed in who we consider ourselves to be, right? And, or how we define ourselves. It just, I think um, when we're children, you know, we're kind of still figuring things out and even into our teens and, and early adulthood, um, and then as you get older and older, I think that that becomes a little more stagnant and a little more fixed. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's definitely just um, something that we all go through in many ways. And I, I invite you to have a little bit of flexibility, right? And And allow yourself maybe a little bit of this idea of but what if I am more than this particular description that I have for myself at this time? That's where I would like to start is this idea where what if you let yourself have a little bit of flexibility and an openness to the idea of who you are showing up as today? Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the starting of this kind of journey for me as far as opening myself up to who, what is my identity. And so one of the first things that came up for me was, um, and I think I heard this either in a podcast or in something else, and it was this question around asking ourselves, what is something you enjoyed as a child that you no longer do? And I love this idea because, um, 
oftentimes, you know, we we had something that we really loved as a child and it has, you know, kind of fallen by the wayside over time. And but it was something that really brought us a lot of joy. And so I love that idea of looking back to something that you already know you you loved at one point in your life. And so that's the first question I would I would love for you to ask yourself is what is something that brought you joy as a child and you would like to maybe explore again and see if you would enjoy it now and and again there's um there is an entire possibility that you won't enjoy it at this point in your life but just to give it a shot um i is is what i kind of invite you to so for me personally um, I will say that my my parents were definitely the type of parents that tried to get me to try a little bit of everything, and and I really appreciate that of them. Um, now I I'm not sure if I personally fully enjoyed it as a child, but um, as an adult, I appreciate that they had really pushed me to try different things. So, you know, I, I definitely was um, your tif- typical Asian kid who learned piano. Um, and which is funny because it's something on my list of things to try again, actually now, but I didn't like practicing at the time. So it wasn't, uh, the natural joy for me. Um, I definitely tried a bunch of sports. I am not the most athletic person, admittedly, but the thing that did come up for me as I was exploring this question was art or, and just like visual arts, creativity, Um, and everything around that. And so probably about a year and a half ago or something, I had decided to just try doing visual art again. And I ended up landing on watercolor painting, which was a very interesting choice because as a child, I hated watercolor painting. But I, I, I think the things that I wanted to paint were in that medium. So so I decided to give it a shot. I signed up for an online course and I just started exploring watercolor painting um, and and really fell in love with it. And it's something um, that I've, I'm still doing today, probably not in the capacity I was at that time. And so that that kind of opened me up to this idea of myself as as um, a creative person again, um, which is something I felt like I had lost over the course of time as I'd become an adult. And I found that I was loving kind of using that creative muscle again um, in a way that hadn't been coming up in my life otherwise. And then um, more recently, I have been doing wheel pottery, so pottery on a potter's wheel, and I have absolutely been loving that. I did a, a two-month course on that earlier this year, and and it was just so incredibly fun and, and something I, I had thought about trying for a very long time, but now I finally gave it a shot, um, in part because some of my friends wanted to try it and, and that kind of sparked me into really giving it a shot. So I think of that, of that, um, idea and, and it's like, and it's brought so much more joy into my life, just being able to express myself through visual arts again. So, so that's a little part of my identity personally that, 
um, that I, I don't, I wouldn't have had in my life had I not been exploring that question of what brought me, me joy as a child and that I no longer do. And so I'm very, I'm very thankful for that question. Another example that I think of is I was watching this video of this girl who had taken up um, like roller skating, roller skate dancing. And, and I was seeing, she was explaining how she just picked it up one day and gave it a shot. And, and then I was watching all these videos of her doing it and seeing just how much joy it was bringing her. And I just absolutely loved it. I I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm personally going to get into roller skating like that. Um, I, I will say I never roller skated as a kid, but just watching someone else bring that level of joy to themselves, I, I just loved it. And, and I think both these stories point to this idea where oftentimes we are really afraid of trying new things, right? Um, there's this sense of fear of being a beginner, and being really bad at something at first. And and it's funny because I I remember when I went into starting pottery, I was like, uh, I'm probably going to be bad at this at first. I have no idea what I'm doing, you know. And but I didn't want to let that stop me from from giving it a shot. And and I'm really glad I didn't because I really really enjoyed it, you know, and and I still do. And so um one of the things that I I really have been pushing myself into this idea of this beginner's mindset, and um, people talk about this a lot, this idea where it's like, what if you allow yourself to enjoy being a beginner, you know, and and allowing yourself to to enjoy the process of learning and growing into something new and not allowing that to stop you from trying because, I think um, when we're too afraid to try something, we are keeping ourselves from something that could actually create a lot of joy in our lives. And so I invite you to to just give it a shot and and know that you won't be a beginner forever. We we all start somewhere, you know. Even Picasso started somewhere, you know. I mean, there's some people who are more naturally talented than others for sure, but I still think that there is something to be said for for trying something, feeling okay with not being good at first and and enjoying the process of getting better and enjoying the process of learning. So that is one way um, that I invite you to kind of open yourself up to adding um maybe a different part of yourself to your identity. And the next thing that I want to talk about with identity is this idea of who do you get to be when you're alone and no one is watching? Hmm, that's kind of scary, right? But it doesn't need to be. It's it's this idea of when you don't have to live in the vision of what you think other people want you to be, right? Because it's it's not even what they actually want you to be. It's your impression of what you think someone else wants you to be. And so I invite you to spend some time by yourself and seeing what comes up. You know, I, I think back to um, kind of, I, I call them previous versions of myself, right? And I had a much harder time of being alone and and i had a much harder time of being feeling like myself and so 
I think in in many ways, and um, for any of my astrology friends out there, it's definitely my Pisces rising, um, but I had this tendency around kind of morphing myself or, or shifting into whoever other people wanted me to be. Um, you know, oftentimes we call this people pleasing. And so the the thing that I invite you to do is is to look a little deeper at who do you want to be or who do you see yourself as when no one is watching and and you know how how do you let your that person that version of yourself out a little bit more you know how do you allow yourself to to feel a little more like you whether or not you are in other people's company um i think oftentimes we we are just trying to 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 be liked you know to fit in and um to be who other who we think again who we think other people want us to be and i love this idea of allowing a little bit more light um to shine on on our real self and so i i will tell you as i as i was saying before that as someone that struggled a lot with this, I, I I feel like I had a little bit of an identity crisis maybe a couple years ago where I felt like I had kind of morphed and shifted myself so in so many ways to really fit to what other people wanted that I really had lost kind of a sense of myself um, and who who did I want to be and and what did I really want to be experiencing. And I think that I think that there's a lot of fear in that because um, oftentimes we're afraid um, that people won't like the real us, you know, the real version of yourself. Um, and I, I think that there's, you know, that holds us back in many ways from um, showing up as ourselves. And what I would say to that is that there's people who will love you for exactly who you are. I mean, I think that this is a much bigger topic that we'll get into hopefully one day. But um, but I think when you start showing people who you really are and you find those, you you will find the people who who will be receptive to that version of yourself, the real version of yourself. Um, and there there is a real beauty to to that journey. So I, I hope that's helpful. That, that's a little bit of, of how I've felt over time is over time I've kind of slowly shed a little bit of, of those kind of um, versions of myself that I was only being for other people. And, and as I've let those parts go, it's, it's opened me up to, to a deeper sense of who I actually feel like I am. And, and I, I will say that I really have found some wonderful people who, who love that version of myself. So I only wish that for all of you. And I think the next thing I want to mention is this idea of, do we see ourselves as just one identity, right? Um, as I was talking about from the beginning, this idea where we become a little more fixed over time and in, in just being one thing, you know, or or thinking of ourselves in one way. 
And I, I invite you to allow that idea to, to have a little more flexibility. Maybe you can be multiple things. Maybe, maybe you allow yourself to test out some other pieces of that puzzle. You know, um, you know, I, in many ways felt very defined by my old job for a very long time and, and had taken on certain qualities of that job. And, and over time, as, as I have been having more flexibility around my identity, I've allowed myself to see myself as, as a more creative person, for example, which was not a part of that equation for myself as my definition was concerned. And, um, you know, and more recently now, I've been allowing myself to kind of test and play around with the idea of these other identities as, as I mean, right here and right now, testing out this identity as a podcaster, you know, testing out an identity of a life coach, testing out an identity as an artist. And, and I think, you know, in, in many ways, I had felt kind of boxed into one definition of myself and that there were certain derivatives of my definition that had put me into a box, or at least that's how it felt for me in many, at many times. And over the course of time, I, I've been allowing myself to realize that um, we as humans, we are so multidimensional and we are so capable of, of having all these different facets of ourselves and, and not having to be only one thing. I invite you now to think about what is, you know, what is one, one little thing that maybe you have been thinking about trying out or something that, um, that's just been sitting in the corner of your mind going like, hey, pay attention to me. Like, I think that there's this thing that I, I really love or loved that I have not been paying attention to. And so um, I, I hope that maybe this will give you a little tiny spark to try something new or rediscover a part of you and, and give yourself some space and some grace to, to try on some new um, facets to, to the beautiful multidimensional being that you are. And as I was saying right from the get-go, I... It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort to really shift your identity and or even to add to your identity. And so I invite you to be gentle and to be strong. Um, you don't need anyone's permission to be the beautiful, complex human being that you are. And so I invite you to ask yourself some of these questions and enjoy the process and, and enjoy the learning and allow yourself to discover or maybe even rediscover some parts of yourself. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and, um, and I hope that you can find a little more joy in your life in something that you weren't doing before. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to A Way of Thinking. If you loved this episode, please hit the follow button and share this episode with your friends. I hope some of the beautiful wisdom shared today resonates with you and perhaps creates some change in your way of thinking. 
Remember that I believe in you, and I am so excited for the day that you believe in you too. Let's continue learning and growing together. 